0: Hey everyone, this is Bob Leahy at Life Church in Chico, California. Welcome to the Midweek Pastors Podcast. This is a way for us to go beyond the sermon through conversation, questions and answers, deep dives into topics and interviews. Whether it be in your car, at the gym, or hiking in Upper Park, we hope that this podcast really encourages and equips you wherever you're at. Hey everybody, welcome
1: to the Midweek Life Church Pastor's Podcast. Uh it's awesome having you guys. My name is Jeff Young. I'm the lead pastor here at Life Church. I have two friends with me. Uh Pastor Bob who's mm-hmm. always faithfully always in the background no matter what, but also should be up front with us. Don't you think my friend Pastor AJ? Don't you think that that's true? Uh yeah, yeah, uh, absolutely. absolutely. Pastor AJ. Whatever you say. Uh oh, hey, I like that. That's fine with me. Um <laughs> Pastor AJ is with us. Uh, we just did a podcast uh, probably prior to this one um, that we just were able to talk through uh, the difference between not just liking Jesus, but following Jesus. And and then there's another conversation that I'd love to have with both of these guys that um, I think is really critical for us to understand. Really, Bob, but I... All right. Yeah. Well, I want to hear what you have to say most of the time. <laughs> uh. And, and it has to do with one word that I think maybe, I think all three of us would have maybe a different take on a different perspective on, but also maybe some similar feelings. And that word is deconstruction. Um, and that is a kind of a, a hot button term. It is a, maybe a cultural term that's happening right now within the church outside of the church, but it's about deconstructing one's faith. Um, I would probably Start by saying, I think there's a big difference between deconstructing one's faith and deconstructing one's idea or view of church, which um, I think a lot of people uh, view their faith through the filter of what they think a church is or what they've experienced in church. And that's not necessarily true all the time. In fact, I find it's often not true. Um, People leave the church because of somebody else doing harm to them, which is so sad and, and, So such a bummer that, you know, Christians would uh, hurt one another, but that is the reality. We're all human and we make mistakes. And so anyway, I want to open the floor to both of you guys and kind of dialogue with you guys and talk through why, why are we seeing, maybe it's, maybe it's gone on for a long time, but maybe because of social media, maybe because maybe we're all connected to a larger, greater degree. Maybe we feel it more that this deconstruction of faith is is happening more often or to a maybe higher degree or or statistically uh on a higher average. What do you what do you guys think? Pastor AJ, to you first. <laughs> I think And by um, the way, we have a ball that we're throwing to one another. Oh, just, that would be a good idea. We should do that. <laughs> um
2: I think when you really boil it down um why why are people jumping ship? And I, I think it's particularly generational, um probably more
0: to Bob's generation than mine, but maybe not. Uh, I, I don't think there's that much of a gap as you think.
2: Maybe not. I, you know, I've <laughs> been wrong before. <clears throat> he has been actually <laughs> like multiple times. <laughs> um, But what I, what I think more than anything else. And I, and I think actually Pentecostal circles had a lot to do with this. I think the charismatic circles had a lot to do with this. I think you, you dial it back to, uh, to Jimmy Swagger, to, Jim and Tammy, Faye Baker, you you dial sure. it back to like a lot of these places throughout the church throughout church history. And like I've I've mentioned to you before, like, you know, if you want if you want people to trust you, it takes time. You know, yes. you gotta put the time yes. in. I think that the reverse has happened with deconstructionism. Mm-hmm. Is that uh the church has put the time in, in in a lot of ways, like very publicly the time in of uh, people not living out what they proclaimed. And I mean, we could, we could name off a list through uh, the years mm-hmm. of somebody who failed. That was, a, that well, was it, a faith leader. It just goes
1: back to the, it's way more public. Yeah. You have, we all know yeah. Ravi Zacharias being one of the latest hero, <laughs> he quote unquote heroes of the faith that had a massive fall after he felt, after he passed away. Like, which it, is and that, that alone rattles. I mean, I wrote a blog about that one because yeah. it was, mm-hmm.
2: it, 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 it really shook me. Yeah. Like I I woke up at two thirty in the morning and wrote about that mm-hmm. because I, I owned, I think almost all of Robbie's, Zacharias's books. I listened to his podcast. Yep. I listened to, and I think the thing that troubled me the most was like, what, why did if, if I am being guided by the Holy spirit and I believe that I know God's voice, mm-hmm why didn't I recognize this? Mm-hmm. And I, and, and I, I went through a, <laughs> I went through some real challenging stuff on
1: that one. Um, but, uh, is it, is I, it a point of like, ah, I don't, I don't know. I, I'm i trying to think of a way to describe it. Like when something big happens in the church or, or challenging, if my faith isn't secure, well, for me, that what, can really erode to a point of, I, I'm doubting, I'm questioning, I'm wondering, I'm Hmm. now become a little bit more skeptical. And if I allow that, maybe that spirit of the world to come in to my thinking without any accountability to it, I think there's a huge opportunity for the enemy to, to take my thoughts captive (laughs) and take me captive to a place that I'm isolated and alone. Well, for for me, what it, what it made me recognize. And it's, if you, if you read it in that,
2: uh, you you would you'll I was I think I made it more clear than I probably will now. But it was that anytime you put your faith faith in an individual, and sometimes you don't even realize, recognize you're doing that. But anytime I put my faith in Pastor Jeff or in Bob or Robbie Zacharias or you know, you start to idolize these idolize 100%. these people and mm. try to pattern your life after them. Well, you were never meant to pattern your life after them. I I love you, Jeff. But I'm not going to try to pattern my life after you because I can try to pattern my life after the one you follow. That's far better. Yes. And what it made me recognize was that anytime I put my faith in men and in that, in that writing, I even talk about the fact that that uh, you know, when you meet your heroes, and I've met several of the people that were like faith heroes to me, uh, guys who wrote books and did different things. And I met him, got to know him a little bit, and I find out. Well, I'm kind of disappointed in this guy. You <laughs> this know? guy's not as great. He's as not as great as I I made him out to be. And yeah. and I think really that's kind of the foundation of what deconstructionism is today. Is because we we hmm. put our focus on people, we put our focus on ministries, and all these sorts of things. Well, what we've taught people over the last thirty years, or maybe longer. Is that you can 't trust ministries, you can't trust pastors, you can't trust the these, church. The, the church because they all fail well duh they 're all human, like we 're all broken, yeah, and we were we were never meant to put our faith in those people yeah we were meant to put our faith in Christ, yeah, and we 're all just trying to get to the same place together mm-hmm. and I think the part of the reason why the church has the problems that we do is because we 've elevated these ministries to places where they have far more influence than they ever really should have. Yeah. yeah. We're meant to be a community working together, a body of believers, you know, doing it yeah. together, yeah. not with one man's focus. It's one of the, it's why I really appreciate the fact that you guys have so many different speakers in your congregation is because everybody's not showing up to hear one person. They're showing up and they're going to hear multiple people and that's healthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: I actually just had a conversation with somebody about that last night and how um, I spoke here in town at another church, and then um, I was out on vacation for two weeks, so I was gone for three weeks, and, and they were talking about how much they enjoyed it. And they, you know, it's yeah. funny because they're like, N- nothing against you, Pastor Jeff. I'm like, that's the beauty of what we want to do. We want to open the door for, uh, y- you don't want to just hear my voice all the but time. But how
2: many ego-driven ministries can you think of? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little to, question. Don't answer that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I think also it kind of falls in line with the charismatic, 100%. like what you're saying. There's the, we, we quickly elevate anybody who has any charisma. For sure. And we, we, like, It's the classic rise and fall of Mars oh, Hill. It's this oh, Mark yeah. Driscoll. It's he gives the, me goosebumps, so I want to hear him again. <laughs> right. And wait a minute, is that just a really passionate person or is that the power and the presence of the Holy Spirit? And if we're in tune with the power and the presence of the Holy Spirit, whether they're a Tim Keller who has done really well, let's pray that he ends well. Um, he is, he calls himself the, a professor pastor. He's not a hype guy, but he's been super faithful and very biblical. You know, like he's not a big charismatic guy, but he's been very successful. I don't know why we got on that, but uh just okay. talking about deconstruction, yeah. I mean, I think it rattles people's faith. I don't know, Bob, what do you think?
0: Yeah, I think something uh, maybe over just the past, I don't know, decade or whatever, um, we just see the church should be a safe place for you to really dig into your theology, dig into your word, Yes. question things. Because we should be questioning things that we read because the Bible is not, black and white like it's you know and I think I wonder I I do wonder with this like deconstruction of faith and people just walking away because the church hasn't been necessarily a safe place for them to bring up questions in the past and uh so they step away from the church to chase those answers because they're chased out of the church they get told well that's what the bible says or um what do you mean you didn't go to our new believer's class where we teach X, Y, Z, that didn't stick with you. Like, I don't know why you're struggling with that. I don't How dare that. you yeah. question the anointed? Well, yeah, even in questioning yeah. authority, like, oh, hey, pastor, like, you preached about this, but I'm a little confused. Cause... Absolutely. So, yeah, I just, I, I just wonder if part of that is uh, the church is not fostering a safe place for people to really question their faith, because I think the safest yeah. place for people to question their faith is in the church. Amen. And it should. And if you, uh, ideally, like, I love like just doing college ministry and working with young adults. I love the crazy questions I get, because I see the the that individual come out on the other side stronger in their faith. Absolutely, able to share with others. And I. I don't get afraid of this word deconstruction. I don't, I'm not, I don't fear the questions. Mm-hmm. Like I trust the Lord is going to be able to guide those conversations and he's going to be able to guide that person. But, um, I think there is a, this fear.
1: Yeah. And I ran youth camps. Oh. Uh, almost. well, let's get to that in a second. I don't, I agree with you. Let's make at least life church as safe as it can possibly mm-hmm. be to, to question and bring your doubts. Yeah. Bring your fears, bring your, like, you know, you, the way you talk about Jesus, I want to follow him, but I have some, some hookups or whatever it might be. Right. Like, especially when you read through the old Testament, <laughs> I mean, it's like people have real questions about that, which is totally fine. Um, where I get a little bit, uh, maybe in my, my shepherd pastoral, just Oh, puts a little fire under my belly, um, is when somebody leaves the church, claims deconstruction, and then wants to come back and tear everything down. Mm -hmm. And that's probably uh, I don't I don't want to just assume that is from a wound from another believer, but that's often the filter we look look through it. So that's the part that I I it's painful and it's it's hard. Yeah. Can can I can I just say? I think there
2: actually is because we've talked about the negatives of it. I think there actually are some positives of deconstructionism. Sure. We talked about this a little bit off mic a minute ago, but I sent you this a few days ago, um, Jeff, uh, and it came off a of church's website that I, I saw and It just said, Oh yeah. Presence over presentation, intimacy over industry, people over position, encounter over entertainment, and
0: Jesus over everything.
1: and, to me, I guess that's our new mission statement
0: It's a back to basics it's plea. back to
2: basics, and honestly, I think that that's, that's the churches that if you want to I hate to use the word success, but from a from a world view standpoint, the churches that are being successful right now are the ones that are just going, you know what we don't need all the fluff, we don't need all the all the stuff we just need Jesus, yes, and we need deep relationship with jesus and it doesn't mean you don't have to do things well or any of that kind of stuff, but what it does mean is that the pursuit of Christ is above everything else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And so it might not look, you know, like the most perfect When I When thing. I hear
1: that, those spoken out, oh, and when I read that, I go, it's a picture of humility. Like there's so much humility in that. Yeah. It's not saying like another church in town used to have on their website we're the fastest growing church in town or we're the the <laughs> like the best church in town. But that's deconstruction you can get behind. Yes. Yeah. Right. That's true. <laughs> that's true. Run, run from that place and run to Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good. That's helpful. Well, friends, it's been a joy. AJ, thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks so much and, for uh, doing some podcast with us. This. Thanks. And uh, Bob, thanks for jumping in with us. And for sure. hey, we love you guys. And hey, if you have questions, this is one of the reasons why we have this podcast is so that you can bring us your questions and we would love to talk about them. And so if you do have questions, email us at info at Email us. We'll put that on the docket. We'll talk about it. And um, AJ's looking at me like, oh, really? I'm going to send you a million questions now. Uh, he asked me about 78 questions the first time <laughs> I met him over lunch. And uh, I thought... True. I have no idea what to expect from this guy right now, and we turned out and to be didn't pretty good friends me for like eight months. After <laughs> That's that. not true. No way. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> uh, but hey, yeah. So send us your questions. We'd love to hear them. And uh, you guys have an amazing week. We love you. Hope to see you on Sunday. Peace out.
0: Thank you for giving us a listen to this week. If there's anything that you'd like to hear on this podcast in the future, if you have questions, or if you'd like to hear us interview someone, please send us an email at info at Have a blessed week.